Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio.
And we're going to add more on to take number 97. And that's a great thing. So we're going to see who coming on stage for the nice lesson, take number 98. And we see the young lion stage. And let's see if we meet and greet him and see if he's ready to get in the microphone and take care of some Yahweh's business. No doubt about it. Take number 98. So when you meet the young lion, one of them up and coming teachers out of Camp 1, Yahweh beat you that scene ready. Yahweh bless you there. See you. Israel. Oh, see Roy. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh there, Brother Titus Israel. And we also see daughter of Yahweh. We see the daughter of Yahweh is on the network. So she's coming on stage too. Let's make sure that's the daughter of Yahweh. And it's daughter of Yahweh. We're going to see can we bring her in. Daughter of Yahweh. Yahweh, be there, see Royal. Yahweh, bless you, see Israel of Sea Royal.
he will get you. I'm hearing something in the background. I don't know what that is in the background. I'm hearing. Somebody got something in the background. But in the same couple movie fans, something in the background going, I don't know where that coming from. I don't know where that comes from. Where that coming from? I don't know it's in the background. Okay, good. So now, again, what we're saying, you will have to review the tape. And you got to listen to what is said on the tape. Then you'll be able to put a label on it or what it's saying. Then you'll be able to put that label on there. Got it? Good. Then you, after you listen to the tape, oh, this tape is talking about just that thing. Then you put a label on it from that point. Because we teach from Luke chapter 12, verse 12. What does it say there, y'all? The book of Luke chapter 12, verse 12 reads, For the righteous spirit to teach you at the same hour what you ought to say. In that very same hour, the righteous spirit, what you ought to say. And we believe that. So we just don't use that cliche to be using it because we know this is a spirit-led ministry. And, And when you say you want the righteous spirit to guide your lesson, then you tell them to uh, lead the way. So if you ain't right, you got to get away from it. No doubt about it. If you got iron in your head, you got to get away from it. No doubt about it. That's a case in point. Let's go to Ezekiel chapter 20 there, uh, young lion. We're going to Ezekiel chapter 20, and we'll pick it up verse 1 down to verse 5. Here go, here go, Ezekiel 20, 1 down to verse 5. Young line, what do you say? The book of Ezekiel is here, chapter 20, verse 1 down to verse 5. Ezekiel is here, chapter 20, verse 1 reads, And it came to pass in the seventh year, in the fifth month, the tenth day of the month, that a certain of the elders of Israel came to acquire of Yahweh and sat before me. Verse 2, Then came the word of Yahweh to me, saying, Verse 3, Son of man, speak unto the elders of Israel, and said to them, Thus said Yahweh, Are you come to acquire of me? As I live, said Yahweh, I will not be acquired of by you. Verse 4, When you judge them, Son of man, when you judge them, cause them to know the abominations of their father. Verse 5. Mm-hmm. Verse 5. I said to them, Thus said Yahweh, in the day when I chose Israel and lifted up my hand and said, See, of the family of Israel, and made myself known unto them in the land of Egypt, land of bondage. When I lifted up my hand unto them, saying, I am Yahweh, your Yahweh. So he says, now when he says, son of man, he says, would you judge them, son of man? According to what we read, who's supposed to judge the elders 
according to verse number four there, young man. Who's supposed to judge the elders of Israel according to verse four? Let's see what you say there, young man. Let's, let's see can you deal with that verse. Read that verse again, verse four. Then you tell the master audience what and break that verse down. What does that verse mean, verse four? The book of Ezekiel said, chapter 20, verse 4 reads, Will you judge them, son and man? Will you judge them, cause them to know the abomination of their fathers? Mm-hmm. What is that talking about, young man? The son of man, which we know, in this case here, the seers, he could have seen So the sin's job is to judge who, according to verse four. Who 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 do the sin folks to judge according to verse four? There, young man. Verse four. Judge them, son of man. When you judge them, cause them to know the abominations of their father. Mm-hmm. Let me get a precept on that. Let's find out what are you talking about. Get a precept of uh, a daughter Yahweh. Let's run to the eleventh chapter. Let's get a precept on that. Let's make it a little bit, a little bit more plain. Daughter Yahweh, we gonna get a a precept on something, daughter. Mm-hmm. We going to the eleventh chapter of the book of Numbers, daughter Yahweh. Okay. And we gonna get a precept on that. Because we didn't get the answer fast enough for what we want to hear. So I guess we have to do a little precepting on it. Let's look okay. at Go to number chapter 11, verse 16. And we'll read a little bit, and then we'll skip a little bit. Daughter Yahweh. We go on to number chapter 11, verse 16 and 17. Then we're going to skip down to verse 24, down to verse number 25. We're going to get a precept on that because the city needs to hear something a little bit faster than that from the young line. So now, in the 11th chapter, verse 16, 17, 24, and 25, what is that? Daughter Yahweh, come on. Numbers, chapter 11, verse 6, 17, 24, and 25. Numbers, chapter 11, verse 16, reads, and the YHWH Yahweh said unto Moses, Gather unto me seventy men of the elders of Israel, whom thou knewest to be the elders of the people, and officers over them, and bring them unto the temple of the congregation, that they may stand there with thee. Verse 17. And I will come down and talk with you there, and I will... Take of the spirit which is upon you, and will put it upon them. And they shall bear the burden of the people with you, that thou bear it not thyself alone. Verse 24 and 25, verse 24 reads, And Moses went out and told the people the words of the YHWH Yahweh, and gathered the 70 men of the elders of the people, and set them round about the temple. Verse 25, and the YHWH Yahweh came down in a cloud and took of the spirit that was upon him 
and gave it unto the 70 elders. And it came to pass that when the spirit rested upon them, they prophesied and did not cease. Mm-hmm. So the elders have to reflect the fear. They have to be infinite season, out of season, ready to go. So he said, and he said over in the 20th chapter, he said, son of man, now these elders, they coming up in here, but they ain't reflecting you. He said, um, you judge them, otherwise they come as my people. So now let's go back and read that 20th chapter one more, one more again there, y'all mind. I'll go back to that 20th chapter again because the angel that was sent down from heaven, from the Son and the Father, now make it plain and take your time there, young line, because I don't know what it's going to, but I know it's going to get the way it's almighty wants to go. Now come back to that Ezekiel chapter 20 and read verse 1. Down to verse 3 again. 1, 2, and 3. We're going to Ezekiel 20, verse 1, 2, and 3. Listen real good what you read, why you read. Come on. The book of Ezekiel the Seer, chapter 20, verse 1, 2, and 3. Ezekiel the Seer, chapter 20, verse 1 reads. And it came to pass in the seventh year, in the fifth month, the tenth day of the month, that a certain of the elders of Israel came to the quiet of Yahweh and sat before me. Verse 2, then came the word of Yahweh unto me, saying. Verse 3, son of man, speak unto the elders of Israel. And said to them, thus said Yahweh, are you come to the quiet of me? As I live, said Yahweh. I will not be acquired of by you.
And we're going to say, Yahweh beat y'all, WCC, Latter-day Saints, Roman Catholic Church out of, out of New York. I see you ready to do your part. Well, see, we always ready to catch you in something. Well, I ain't worried about you catching me in nothing. All you catch me in is a big belly full of dust, says Yahweh. Hey, Mother E, Yahweh bitch ass in Royal. Yahweh bless you, see Israel, a sea Roy. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh, there, Mother E. How about Mother Z? Hey, Mother Z, Yahweh bitch ass in Royal. Mother Z ain't here. All right, hallelujah. All right, Mother, seems like to get some. We got a tag team until those that understand the importance about this business step up to the plate. But like I said, when two is ready to go, everybody's ready to go. I'm always ready to go. I'm always ready. Hey, Mother, what do we say in, in Matthew chapter 10, verse 19? What, what do we say we can read? Matthew 10, 19, what does it say? Book of Matthew, chapter 10, verse 19. Matthew, mm-hmm. chapter 10, verse 19. Okay. Matthew, chapter, chapter 10, verse 19. But when they deliver you up, take no thought high of what you shall see, but it shall be given be given you in that same hour what you shall speak. Mm-hmm. See, never, never worry about what you're going to speak. See, when you're a man or a woman of Yahweh, in that very same hour, he's going to step in. You know why You know, you know why we know he's going to step in, mother? Let's read Luke 12, 12, and we'll, and we'll get Luke 12, 12. We'll show you exactly why we know he's going to step in. And we're going to take a look at that after you give me, give me some Luke, chapter 12, verse 12. What do you say that, Mother E? Book of Luke, chapter 12, verse 12. For the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. Excellent. In that very same hour, the righteous spirit will teach you what you ought to say. Now, Mother, Mother E, I believe that. But in Sirach chapter 2, 1 down at verse 10, my key verse is 10. But we might as well make a little meal out of it, 2, 1 down at verse 10. Let's see what that say more than Sirach chapter 2. But my point, I'm going to talk on it, verse 10. But let's walk into it from 2 all the way down to verse 10. Sirach chapter 2, 1 down at verse 10. Mother E, live, top part of Sabbath day, come on. The book of Sirach. Chapter 2, verses 1 to 10. The book of Sirach, chapter 2, verses 1 to 10. Sirach, chapter 2. Oh, boy. The book of Sirach, chapter 2, verses 1 to 10. Sirach, chapter 2. Verse 1, all wisdom comes from the Yahweh and is with him forever. Verse 2, who can number the sand of the sea and the drop of the rain in the day of eternal 
verse 3, who can find out the height of heaven and the bread, breathing of the earth and the deep and wisdom? Verse 4, wisdom has been created before all things and the understanding of prudence from everlasting. Verse 5, the words of the Yahweh Most High is the fountain of wisdom and here her ways are even everlasting commandment. Verse 6, to whom have the roots of wisdom been revealed? Or who had known her wisdom, her wise counsel? Verse 7, unto whom has the knowledge of wisdom been made manifest? And who has understood her great experience. Verse 8, there is one wise and great day to be feared. The Yahweh sitteth upon his throne. Verse 9, he created her and saw her and numbered her and poured her out upon all his works. Verse 10, he is with all flourish according to his gift, and he has given her to them that love him. Verse 10. Verse 11. The fear of the Yahweh is honored. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Read verse 10 again, mother. Read that verse 10 again. Oh, I'm reading the rock one. Oh, well, no, well, well, okay, well, um, that's okay. That's all right. Well, see, if, well, hey, there's no accident you read one, but read. Now you can go to two now. So now pick up at two, verse one. It's no problem. Whatever, whatever's read coming from them Bibles, mother, is all right. Uh, we go on to the second chapter now. Let's go to the second chapter, pick up that two dollar verse ten. The book of Sirach, chapter two, verse one to ten. Verse one. My son, if I come to serve the Yahweh, prepare thy soul for temptation. Verse two. Set thy mind aright and conscious. Endure and make not haste in time of trouble. Verse 3. Cleave unto him and depart not away, that thou mayest be increased at this last end. Verse 4. Whatsoever is brought upon thee, take cheerfully and be patient. And thou art chained to a low estate. Verse 5. <laughs> for, for gold is tried in the fire, 
an acceptable means in the furnace of adversity. Verse 6. Believe in him, and he will help thee. Order thy way aright, and trust in him. Verse 7. Yea, that you that fear the Yahweh, wait for his mercy, and go not aside as he falls. Verse 8, ye that fear the Yahweh, leave him, and your reward shall not fail. Verse 9, that fear the Yahweh, hope for good, and for everlasting joy and mercy. Verse 10, look at the generation of old and see, did ever any trust in the Yahweh? and was confined, or did any abide in his fear and was forsaken, or who did ever despise that called upon him? You hear what he's saying, Mother? So when he's making it plain, Mother, he says, search the generations of old. He says, show me anywhere in the body, anywhere in any recorded history when you trusted in your mighty one that you was confounded. He said, show it to me. He said, all, we, all you got to do was telling the angel was telling the seer, uh, the people that's going to come after you, seer, understand one thing, that's what he's saying. Show me anywhere... When you got me right, I didn't get them right. So that's what we got to be teaching on, Mother, is showing that we put our trust in him. He's going to deliver us because there's nowhere in records he has not delivered us when we've done the right thing. So all we got to do, Mother, is concentrate on one thing, doing the right thing, and the right thing is keeping them laws, statutes, and the commandments. I'm going to read verse uh, 2, 3, and 10 again, Mother, because you own some, Mother. You, see, you're stumbling on some good stuff there, Mother E. So now what it say on the top part of Saturday and Sarat chapter 2, verse 2, 3, and 10? What it say again there, Mother? Sarat chapter 2, verses 3, 4, and 10. Verse 3. Please unto him. No, make no.
13. Look at the generation of old and see, did ever any trust in the Yahweh and was confined? Or did any abide in his fear and was forsaken? Or who did he ever despise that called upon him? Father of spirit and zeal, verse 10. Good, excellent. 
mother, what he's saying, not, not go back to Sirach, mother. Now, see, now you're going to stomach on some good stuff there, mother. Now, go back to Sirach. So he's letting you know, when I get at you, it's because I love you. So I got to scourge you because nobody in the Bible before you got a pass. So when I scourge you, you both start skinning and grinning because Yahweh loves you. So when he put the intrapentia on you, it's because he loves you. He said, now, but if you endure me beating you up a little bit, he said, I'm going to deal with you as sons and daughters. But if you can't stand it and you break out running, he said, then you a bastard. So a bastard is those that hear the truth, then break out running on the truth or pay it no never mind. Like, for example, let me show you a perfect example of a bastard. The Sabbath day is the blessed day, the seventh day of the week. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That's the blessed day. But you know what the average preacher say? Well, our day is the, is our Sabbath day is Sunday. Well, see, you're wrong, Mr. Pastor. You're totally wrong. See, that would make you a bastard because you cannot stand correction. The blessed day in the Bible is only Friday night, Saturday night. All the rest of the days is work days. So it will make you a bastard when you hear the truth and you pay it no never mind. That will make you a bastard. So he says in Sirach, mother, when these things happen for you, back to Sirach chapter 2 again and read verse 2 and 3. So there's a lot of bastards in this world that hear the truth and be told the truth and they rather like the old Carrington commercial. They'd rather fight than switch. If you're going to get in this kingdom, you got to line up with this Bible. So it will make you a, a bastard when you cannot stand correction. Once you hear the truth as it is written. So now, Mother, in Sirach chapter 2, read verse 2 and 3 again now, Mother. What is it say in verse 2 and 3? Right, chapter 2, verse 2 and verse 3. Set their mind aright. Verse 2. Set their mind aright and constrain and do it. And make not haste in time of trouble. Verse 3. Cleave unto him and depart not away. That thou mayest be increased at thy last. Last evening. So what, what is he saying, Mother? He said, when I turn the heat up on you, don't run. When I turn the heat up on you, don't run. Because now read verse 10. Now read verse 10. Now he's now he going to explain to you what, he, what he's talking about in verse 10. Read verse 10 again, Mother. Verse 10. Look at the generation of old and see that ever any trust in the Yahweh and was confined. Or did any abide in his fear and was forsaken? Or whom did he ever despise that called upon him? You see that? 
He said it's no record of nobody leaving with their tail between their legs after trusting in the mighty one. It's no record of it. So if there ain't no record of it then, knowing all we got to do now, we must hold on. If we don't hold on, mother, we ain't got nothing coming. So he said, from Adam to the present, I hit all of them in the mouth. So why do you think you ain't going to be hit in the mouth? Now let's get a precept again on that, mother. Going to 2 Corinthians chapter 6. And we're going to look at verse 17 and 18. Let's get a precept on that, mother. Now listen to these saying. So he's telling you some good stuff. See, you stumble up on this, mother, so we might as well deal with it. In 2 Corinthians chapter 6, dear mother, uh, what do we say in the last two verses? 2 Corinthians chapter 6. Let's see what it says in verse number 17. And 18. What does it say in 17, 18, there, mother? 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 17 and verse 18. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 17. Wherefore come out from among them, and be ye separated, said the Yahweh, and touch not the unclean things. And I will receive you. Verse 18. And will be a father unto you. And you shall be. And you shall be sons and daughters. Said the Yahweh Almighty. Well, wait a minute. Hey, mother. This is, this is, uh, this is, is a condition. No, this don't work without a condition, mother. What it says you got to do for to be a son and daughter of the Almighty? You might be a bloodline Israelite, but to be a son and daughter to your mighty one, according to verse 17, what do we got to do for Yahweh to say, yeah, you are a son and daughter of me? What we got to do in verse 17, mother? Come on. Verse 17, it says, Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separated, said the Yahweh, and touch not the unclean thing. You see that? So now he's telling you what you got to do. He's telling you what you got to do, mother. He's telling what you got to do, and let's give another precept and we're going to the book of, let's go read what the seer says. Now let's read what Ishakar's boy Job said. What did Job, what did Ishakar's boy say in the book of Job 14, verse 4? What did he say in 14, verse 4? Now this Ishakar's boy, he's the one that is called the sinners of the Gadites. Ishakar. Now this is Ishakar. This is Ishakar's boy. So this is Ishakar's boy right here. Not the Gadite, this Ishakar's boy. Joe. That's why you gotta know you gotta know your birth certificate. You gotta know what your birth certificate is. Once you know who your birth certificate is, then Yahweh 
I'll give you some more. He'll, he'll, he'll give you some more. You got to know, according to the Bible, your birth certificate. Okay? Because you call yourself, for example, if you call yourself African-American, Negro, and color supercone, or Spanish, black, or Latino, Mexican, huh? If you, if you use these labels to, to pick yourself, then that's not biblically. Then we know your level got to be raised up a little higher. Because you got a biblical name, descendants in the Bible that you must know. Now, once you know who your biblical name is, the Bible starts open up to you. If you know your bloodline, but he gave you trails of your back of your bloodline, but you gotta know who you gotta know. Come on, things. Hey, mother, what you reading, that mother? Job chapter fourteen, verse three. No, Job chapter fourteen, well, verse, verse four. four. Job well, chapter fourteen, four, verse four. Make it verse four. Who can bring a clean thing out of an unclean, not one? Oh, you see that, mother? I don't care how much they hoopla about what they're doing. Who can bring a clean thing out of an unclean thing, not one? Now, the fear picked up on that, mother. In Sirach 34, verse 4, he picked up on Job. Job was way before Ishikar's boy was a long time. So he, I don't care how good the sermon the sermon is, I don't get I don't care how good you think it is. You cannot make something clean that's unclean. Mm-hmm. Not one. That what Job said, that's Ishikar's boy. Now here come a seer is gonna pull that verse. And let's see what the what the angel told him in thirty four verse four. What did he tell him, uh, mother? Thirty four verse four. Sirach chapter four verse four. Sirach chapter four verse four. Of an unclean thing, what can be cleaned? And from that thing which is false, what truth can come? You see it? So something that is false, can't no truth come out of it. I don't care how good you look. I don't care what you see going on. I don't care how it have you to, woo, look at all that good stuff going on. If it's not connecting the Bible, it is false. You can't make it clean. You can only make it clean in your mind, but it's not clean. Now, we're going to get a case in point, Mother. Hey, Mother, we're going to um, Luke chapter 1, verse 26, and get a case in point. We're going to Luke chapter 1, verse 26, and we get a case in point there, Mother. Hallelujah. Well. We're going to get a case in point in Luke chapter 1, verse 26. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll be with you. Hallelujah. Well. The book of Luke chapter 1, verse 26. Luke chapter 1, verse 26. Okay. The book of Luke, chapter 1, verse 26. Okay. Luke chapter 1, verse 26. 
And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from Jehovah unto a city of Galilee named Malcolm. Mm-hmm. Good. That's it. All on one verse, mother. Now we read, can nothing unclean be made clean? I don't care what's going on. You cannot make it clean. Now, mother, read that verse again, verse 26 again, Luke chapter 1, verse 26. The book of Luke chapter 1, verse 26. And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from Yahweh unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth. Good. Now, mother, let's let's take your, the American counter. We 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 just we do it according to well we we American we speak American we speak English and all that. Hey, mother, can you tell us here what month is the sixth month, mother? Let's let's count. They, you know, January is one. Uh, can you help those say out for the national order and say, what is the sixth month, mother? Let's what talk about it. the sixth month. What yeah, the, what is the, the sixth month, mother? For the calendar we use, the sixth month is June. Oh, so the sixth month is June. Okay, good. So that's the, but we we deal with that. So the sixth month is June. You know, uh, a big preacher called me, and he said, Hey, Seal, we speak English. And and our sixth month is June. I said, Yeah, you're right. He said, Once you talk back with me, I said, I ain't going to talk back with you. I'm going to wait till I get on the airway and talk back with you, old big preacher. So the sixth month is June, mother. Right? But the, but the sixth month is June. Now, what happened in 27, the sixth month is June. So we, now, we writing that down, Mother, June. June is the sixth month. Okay, June is the sixth month. Okay, good. We writing that down. Keep reading. Read a bit more, Mother. Verse 27. Yes, ma'am. Verse 27. To a virgin exposed to a man whose name was Joseph of the family of David, and the virgin name was Mary. So, so, so the virgin was exposed to him. So why she was promised to be his wife. She was um already see see back in. The Bible time is called arrangement relationship. You don't, you your your father got to go get get you what you need. Like uh, Sam, like um, Dan, Dan said, uh, what his name? Uh, Samson said, Daddy, she pleased me real well. Go get up on me. So this is what's going on here. She was already mapped up to be with old Joseph. Because she was from the tribe of Judah. Joseph was from the tribe of Judah. So if that's the case, if both of them from the tribe of Judah, then daughter of uh, daughter Sarah. Y'all probably be the same way. 
So if you see any picture of Mary anywhere and she not black to the ground or Joseph black to the, the ground, that means somebody right now is not working righteous. So now you got to catch it. We got to catch these things now. So now if we go anywhere now to any kind of function and they're going to show Mary they got to show Mary looking like black mud. Right. Black to the ground. So then we know you all right. If we don't see that, then we know you ain't all right. You can't, you can't make nothing clean that's unclean. If you change the image of it, that means you're not right. You got it? Good. Now, what is it saying in verse 28, Mother? We're going back to uh, Luke chapter 1, verse 28, Mother, what does it say? Luke chapter 1, verse 28. And the angel yes. came unto Luke chapter 1, verse 28. And the angel came unto her and said, Hail, thou that are highly favored. The Yahweh is with thee. Blessed are thou among women. One man. Good. Good. So now, he talking to Black Mary. That's what he talking to. Black Mary. Angel talking to a black-skinned woman called Mary from the tribe of Judah. Is that right so far, Mother? Right. Can I get a hallelujah on that? Hey, hey, Mother, can I get a hallelujah on that? Hallelujah. Hey, Mother, Mother E. All right, hallelujah. Now, this precept, let's precept this conversation with Sister Sarah. And let's find out one thing. So now we see the angel is in the picture with this. Mary is communicating with the angel. Let's find out something about this angel that the Almighty said, Sister Sarah, and in the 12th chapter, verse 31 and 32, what did the Almighty say if the angel got something to say from, my, from me or the Father? What, what do, see, we got to know these things. So in Matthew 12, 31 and 32, can you help me out, um, Sister Sarah? Oh, no, I don't believe that. 
uh-oh, then you're in danger of the hellfire. you got to make sure. That's why Peter's got to take a deep breath. And before you run the jibber-jabber, you got to first see who's talking. If the angel is talking, he's standing for a, a daughter of Judah, which is black to the ground, and a facial appearance is no difference between black mud. That's how she looks. So do Joseph. So he communicated with her. He, right now, the son got the message from the father, and he told the angels, get down there and find that old, that old, old black dark-skinned girl called Judah and, and uh, talk with her a little bit. So now, whatever this angel say, and if you blaspheme against what the angel say, I don't believe that, then you told you. You ain't got nothing coming in this world or the world to come. Okay, good. So now we're sending it up. Make sure you be listening. Right now, Mary is all eyeball to eyeball with the angel sent from heaven to her. And he told her, your position, you are blessed among thee. Blessed thou are among all women. So Mary is blessed in all women. Now he's telling that old black woman. And what he said in verse 29. Let's see what happened in verse 29, mama. Verse 29. And when she saw him, she was troubled as he sang it and cast in her mind what manner of saute this should be. You said, what manner of salutation this going to be? She don't know what's going on. She said, here come on, angel from heaven, stand there for me, tell me I'm blessed above. She said, I'm just nervous. I don't, I don't know the breakout run. I don't know what I should do. She said, I don't know what I should do right now. But she held the ground. She held the ground, mother. And that's what we got to do. We got to hold our ground. Rather than verse number 30. Verse 30. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with Yahweh. You don't fall, baby. You don't fear. Don't break out running. Hey, mother, you remember you read? You remember what you read? My fact, we'll have uh, Sarah read that again. Sarah 2, verse 2 and 3 again. See, we, see when we read that, mother, we we didn't know that it was going to come up, but, that's what, but now it come up again. Sarah, chapter 2, verse 2 and 3. What's that, Sarah? Going to the book of Sarah, reading chapter 2, verse 2 and 3. Verse 2 reads, set your mind aright, and constantly endure, and make not haste in time of trouble. 3. Please unto him, and depart not away, that thou mayest be increased at thy last end. See that? And you're allowed in. He said, don't, don't run. He said, when you get a hot head, don't run. And that'll happen to a lot of members. They... When something they don't understand, they just break out running. You know, they just run. I'm going to another congregation. Well, go ahead. 
He tell you now, it, 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 he gonna turn up on you. Don't run and get hot and heavy. Just sit still. Because the six and all the council bosses over to his life have your answer. But you can't, but you got to remember what's written in 1334 of Sacred Ezra. See, we got to understand, uh, Sister Sarah, that, that the seer was told by the angel to put something in writing in, in 1434 of Sacred Ezra. What do you say there, Sister Sarah? Verse 1 reads, My son, forget not my law, 
have no feet they own, no Sabbath they own, is a reminder to you, you can come back to me by keeping my law, statutes, and commandments the way I got it written. That's what they're there for. See? But then they get offended, and they run. They break out running. You see? But you always, it's always going to happen. The word of Yahweh, according to Hebrews 4, verse 12, is going to draw you. Or it's going to drive you. But one thing I know the word is going to do, it's going to expose you. Hallelujah. Where are you on that word of Yahweh would expose you? See? That word had you cranking. It gets you, get you so hot that you need cold water down your back. Get you all fired up with that paganism. See? That's what they do. So you watch it. When you put that word on the right, watch it. Turn around people in out of the corner of your eye. You see if they be, they be burning up. That word will do something to you. You see? That's why we try to tell the young line, make sure you got the thing down pat. Take a deep breath and deliver the knockout blow because y'all on the clock. My job is to get to the hills and bag away. Huh? And, and mother read it already again. Hey, mother, read one more time, mother. Read that verse again in Surah 2, verse 10. Now, I tell you, you say, well, yeah, we'll, we'll have Sister Sarah uh, read that. And when the young lion get himself all situated, he's ready to go, I'm going to put a few more in. I'm going to get him out the way. I'm going to peep it in. So now, Sister Sarah, what does it say in Surah 2, verse 10? So let's, let's listen to this spread here in 210. Going to the book of Sirach, chapter 2, verse 10. Verse 10 reads, Look at the generations of old and see. Did ever any trust in the Yahweh and was confounded? Or did any abide in his fear and was forsaken? Or whom did he ever despise? Called upon him. You see that? He's a certain record. He's telling you right now the most powerful thing in the universe is his word. Everything around you going to crumble. You go buy a, a, a brand new Mercedes Benz. I mean, Frankie's brand new. Let it sit for a little, a little while. Go ahead and watch you see it crumble. But one thing ain't going to never crumble. It's the word of Yahweh. Everything you see, you might see that old big leg woman. That, that old washboard stomach man. It's going to crumble. But what's going to stand is the word of Y-H-W-H Yahweh. That's what's going to stand. So you better make sure you got the word right. That's the only thing going to stand. That old piece of house you're in. That's going to crumble sooner or later. But what's going to stand is his word. Got it? Good. All right, come on back, mother. So we know the angel's talking now. So Mary told Mary, don't run, Mary. Don't run, Mary. And Mary's trying to hold up ground because he, he got Mary hemmed up now. What do you say in verse 5 and 32, mother? No, read 31 now. 31, mother. Luke. Chapter 1, verse 31. Mother E, you're doing excellent. Come on, give me 31. Luke chapter 1, verse 31, read. And behold, thus hath 
and behold, thou shalt conceive in in the in thy womb, and bring forth his son, and shall call his name Yahweh. That's right. His name gonna be called Yahweh. That's what his name gonna be called. Now, I know they get nervous on that, but see, see, see this is where your precept come in, mother. Now, now, now watch the Sarah precept that in five forty three. Uh, St. John. See, this is where precepts come in at. You say, they say, I see Jesus. Oh, I see Jesus. Yeah, that's English. It wasn't no J to the middle of the 1700s. It wasn't no letter J to the 1700s. These people were speaking Hebrew. And how do we know that? Uh, uh, hold that point to Sarah. Let's read 19, verse 20 of St. John. Let me show you what's going on. See, remember, you don't have to help yourself to help your family. You see Jesus there, right? I see Jesus. Okay, good. We're going to St. John 19, verse 20, and let's see if Jesus there. St. John, chapter 19, verse 20. What is this from Sarah? Watch this. Going to the book of St. John, chapter 19, verse 20, read. This title then read, Many of the Yadah Judah. For the place where Yahweh the Son was crucified was like to the city. And it was written in Hebrew and Greek and Latin. You see that? It was written in Hebrew, Greek, and Latin. So the Bible was written in Hebrew, Greek, and Latin. Even what he thought about the 449 A.D. It became official language in 1382. The Bible was closed in 96 A.D. John put his pen down in Revelation 1, 17 through 19, and his story was told. John only knew Hebrew, Latin, and Greek. Guess what? In Hebrew, Latin, and Greek, there's nobody named Jesus in it. Now, you go and do your homework. In Hebrew, Latin, and Greek. Hebrew, Greek, and Latin is nobody named Jesus. No, no one of them languages got the letter J in there. Hebrew, Latin, and Greek. And Hebrew means semantic. But those who got here to hear, it's no J in Hebrew. It's no J in Greek. It's no J in Latin. So that name was not there. But then, do you believe what he said out of his own mouth? What he said in St. John 5, 4, 3, so 7. What, watch what he said out of his own mouth. Either you're going to believe him or you know. Going to the book of St. John, chapter 5, verse 43, reads, I am come in my Father's name. Wait a minute. What name he came in? In the Father's name. He came in the Father's name. So he said when he came... I came in the Father's name. Now, what's the Father's name? The Father's name, you got a great big old Israelite camp Say the Father's name is Jesus. Big old Israelite camp. You out of all area with a big Israelite camp. How he hides the Father's name is Jesus. Jesus wasn't even thought about until the 1700s. The letter J. So you out of all the two big, big Israelite camp, Jesus. There wasn't no Jesus. There wasn't no J. 
Go to your telephone and say, telephone, the origin of the letter J, J. They'll say 1500, 1600, 
Jehovah is on it covering up Y-A-W-H. That's a cover-up. That's a cover-up. Jehovah Witness tell you in a minute, oh, yeah, we know it's some four letters, but we don't cover it up. What you doing covering it up for? Yeah. And, and Jehovah is covered up the four letters, Y-A-W-H. Oh, you do take the vowel points out of there. You see the four letters, Y-A-W-H, and Jehovah. So those that's in the Jehovah, Jehovah ministry, you out of order too? Now, let's get back to Mo. We're going to Luke chapter 1. Now, remember, the angel of the Almighty is talking. Come on, Mother, what are you saying in verse 32 now? Well, wait a minute. Read verse 31 again, Mother. Luke chapter 1, verse 31. 32. And behold. Yeah. And behold, thus shall conceive yeah. in thy womb, and there, and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Yahweh. 32. Yeah. He shall be great. All right, good. That's that. Hold, hold on, hold on. I, I ain't doing this verse. Uh, when is Gabriel, I mean, when is his, his angel Gabriel, what? What time is he here talking to this woman, Mother, according to verse 26? According to what time is he talking to this, this woman? He had a, a good conversation. According to verse 26, what time is this? The sixth month, June. Okay, sixth month. So on the English count, that's June. So the angel is talking to Mary on the sixth month, June. So there he is. Sixth month is June. So they had a good conversation. And and whatever, and he said, you can conceive in thy womb. So, so mother, when did Mary conceive in her womb, her womb mother, according to 26? June. June, the sixth month. So, so she come up pregnant June the sixth month. Is y'all getting suspicious? She come up pregnant. She conceded June the sixth month. Y'all got it? Good. All right, good. So you got it? Let's find out what happened next. Now, what happened in verse 32? 32. And she said, and, okay, verse 32. Verse 32. He shall be great and shall be Call the son of the high, and the Yahweh shall give unto him the throne of his father, David. Okay. And he shall, he shall, he shall be great, and he shall be called the son of the highest. Oh, wait a minute. He'll be called the son of the who? The highest. So what, what is the highest name? The full letter. Y-H-W. So now you see what his name is going to be. He's going to be called the son of the highest. You can't get no higher than the Bible. So the son is going to be walking around, and he, his name is going to be Yahweh the son. That's who he's going to be. He said, the angel tell him what name you put on him right here. She, she didn't give up. She didn't give Mary no chance to come up with nothing. He said, listen. He's going to be called the son of the most high. Joseph, Joseph is not the most high. 
The Most High is the four-letter man, Y-H-W-H. That's what he's going to be called. The angel saying that. Now, we read over there in Matthew 12, 31, 32. If you blaspheme against that righteous spirit, you ain't got nothing coming in this world or the world to come. So it's up to you. Talk that talk. The angel is telling what his name going to be. And the angel was not speaking English. Because Mary don't even understand no English. They were speaking either three languages. That's all we got according to 19 verse 20 of St. John. Hebrew, Greek, Latin. And ain't no Jesus in man one of them languages. See that? All right, mother. We're out in verse 33. Verse 33. And he shall ring over the family of Israel forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no evil. Wait a minute. He ain't going to reign over the world? No. He said, the angel said he's going to reign over the family of them 12 tribes. That's what he's going to reign on. Now we, now we know that like precept on that then. See, now, so now we got to get a precept on that to make sure that it's a precept with that. Uh, they go, let's run to the 24th chapter, verse 21 of Luke. See, remember, if you in a ministry, and if that pastor or will stand before you don't precept the Bible, that's a disservice to your understanding. Through the precepts, you get understanding. Well, I don't know how to precept. Then come, sit down, the six and nine accounts, and we show you how you do it. But you help yourself and help the Lord wants you to come in contact with you. You just can't be reading a bunch of verses like we like last night lesson. We had a call of uh, six dignitaries called so my parents um having odd time of it. Their brain is not functioning. I said, Well, what they do? Well they read the Bible sometimes. Well no, it's not about you reading the Bible, you gotta know how to precept the Bible. What makes your brain still back to focus focus again when you precept your Bible. See, what is that? Well, see, when you read a verse in the Bible, you got to find where that verse came from. To find where that verse came from, your mind got to start getting hot, getting heated. Oh, where that come from? So now your mind going to start looking back where that verse came from. And guess what's working? You're exercising your brain. And all of a sudden, your, your parents start getting shower. They start remembering scriptures. And guess what? That's going to kick that old timers right into this old timer in. They'll be so sharp on scripture because the word of Yahweh is going to stand. So if you got parents with problems, they, they losing their they losing they memories again, tell me, you got to preach up your Bible. Well, how do I do that? I, I got degrees. I don't know nothing about no precept. Well, you got to learn from the six and nine accounts. That stimulates your, your, your brain. You might be having, um, not only you might be, um, uh, in we call it in coma or something, and you got a vegetative state. If you just get people with that Bible and read a verse, then start thinking about where that verse came from. Guess what they do? That start exercising your brain, and all of a sudden, when you when, it, when you go be uh, vegetated. You start reading that Bible and preaching that Bible, guess what you exercise exercising? Your brain. 
That's what the doctor's ain't going to never tell you. You exercise your brain through precepts. That's how you get understanding. That makes your brain so sharp. You know, you call a verse out, you say, what a precept of that verse at? Guess what's guess what's working? You exercising your brain. Then you start remember where your keys at. Oh, I know where my keys at now. Ah, hey, I remember. I hear something. I now remember where it at. You know why? When you precept in the Bible, you're exercising your brain. You see? Got it? Good. All right, where we at now? What does it say? Going to the book of Luke, chapter 24, verse 21 reads, But we trusted that it had been and which should have redeemed Israel. And beside all this, today is the third day since these things were done. Wait a minute. So, so he came to redeem who? Israel. Well, I've been telling all my life he came to redeem the world. No. The eyewitness said he came to redeem Israel, the 12 tribes. That was his mission. See, that knocks all of them out the box. The Catholic Church, the Latter-day Saints, uh, WCC, World Council Churches, he ain't come to redeem the whole world. He came to redeem Israel. If Israelite is the is the forerunner to get to where you got to get to. And Israel fumbled the ball by following other nations, like we've done today, like we're doing right now. We're getting ready to follow other nations right now. But we're to take care of some business. One more, three, a little bit more. Where we at now? 34. 34. What do you say? Hey, 34. Come on, mother. Hey, hey, mother, you on something now, mother. Come on now. Come on. Verse 34. Luke chapter 2, verse 34. And send, and send me on. Bless them. And Wait a minute. Hold on, mother. Hold on. Where you at? 134. Where you at? Come on, mother. Come on, help those see y'all a little bit. You want something, mother? Going back to Luke 134. Luke 134. Luke 134. Okay, I turned away from The book of Luke, chapter 1, verse 34. Verse 34 reads, Then said Mary unto the angels of innocent spirit, How shall this be? And I know not a man. You say, wait a minute. How is all this stuff going to happen to me? I ain't, I ain't never been with no man. I, I'm espoused to Joseph. She said, how is this going to be? I, I, I ain't never been with no man. You, you're, now she's talking to the angel. Now, if she was a liar from the pits of hell, don't you know she would be busted in the middle of the street? And she have been with, with him at any time. Don't you know that the angel would have bust her in the middle of the street. If she had any kind of relationship with Joseph, espoused to Joseph, she said, how's this going to be? I have not been with no man. Now, when you precept that, you'll find what that means. But see, as long as you're talking that talk, you know, if you don't precept the Bible, you won't know what that means. What do you mean by, I never know no man? 
See, just when the precepts come in, that's why you got to get to the six and all the camp and learn something with big ears and little mouth. Tell me out there, uh, daughter, Pharaoh, let's find what that word means, I never know no man. We're going to Genesis 4. See, you got to know how to precept your Bible. Your brain will stay sharp, you know how to precept. We're going to find what that means about I've never been with no man. We're going to find out what that word means. Oh, one Genesis. We're going to find what that word, what that word means. I, I don't, I, I never been with no man. How's this going to be? I ain't never been with that man. Okay. Let's preach up the Bible and find out what that means. Four one. Sister Sarah, bring it. Look at Genesis chapter four, verse one reads, and Adam knew Eve his wife, and she conceived. Uh-huh. The woman said 
unto him, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. From which then hast thou the, that living water. Verse 12. 12. Art thou greater than our father Israel, which gave us the well, and drunk thereof himself, mm-hmm. and his children, and his cattle? Yes. 13. Yahweh the son answered and said unto her, Whosoever drink of this water shall thirst again. Mm-hmm. 14. But whosoever drink of the water, that I shall give him, shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water, bringing up into everlasting life. Mm-hmm. Right. 15. The woman say unto him, Sir, give me this water, that I thirst not, neither come hither to draw.
See, you think you lying. You you in the privacy of your house. You got the you went to the currency change or whatever. You got your money in your hand, and you and you laying back, skinning and gritty. Okay, good. Let's see what's going on here, that we can read. Uh, let's see what's going on that we can read in Second Kings chapter six. Let me show you how much this man know on what you're doing. You ain't lying to man. You lying to Yahweh. Let's see what we can read, uh, daughter. Let's see if it'll talk and talk. And what happened is, let's get right down to it. Let's read verse 8 and 12. Second Kings 8 and 12. Second Kings chapter 6. Reading verse 8 and verse 12. Verse 8 reads, Then the king of Syria warred against Israel and took counsel with his servants, saying, and such and such a place shall be my camp. He said, look at that. He said, look at that. He, he, he had his council members together. He all in the privacy. You know, we're in the war room. Hey, dude, we're going to sit with a trap over here. We're going to trap those no more wheels of life over here. What happened, nation, verse 9? 9. And the man of Yahweh said unto the king of Israel, saying, Behold, beware. Mary had a man 
it's either had a man or knew a man, guess what? The angel would say, you lied like a rug. You would guess with Joseph a couple of hours ago before I got here. See that? They know that. It's like that conversation again, Mother. Now we're back to Luke chapter 1, Mother. Mm-hmm. Back to Luke chapter 1. Now what happened next? So now we've done all that to let you know that when Mary said, I never knew no man, she was not lying. That means I never had sex with nobody. I am a virgin because he was sent to a virgin. Then you read that in verse 26. Gabriel was sent to a virgin. They know what's going on. It looked at in verse 26. Gabriel was sent to a virgin. You know what a virgin is. A woman ain't had no man. Oh, no, nah, I don't mean that no more, huh? It means something else, huh? No, it means what it says. You don't want to take the Bible face down. Okay, good. Now, where we at now? Come on back, mother. Where we at now? So Mary said what again? What Mary said again in verse 34? Mother, all got happy now, mother. Now, read again for me. Give me more happy. What happened, mother, in 34? Luke chapter 1, verse 34. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? Now, what she saying, Mother? She said, I, I, well, hold on. She said, I have not laid down or had sex with, with my ex-spouse husband. Now, she said that. What the angel said in 35? Okay. Verse 35. Verse 35 reads, And the angel answered and said unto her, the righteous spirit shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore, also that righteous thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of Yahweh. How plain is that? You can't get no plain in that. You told her, okay. The most high gonna overshadow you. And that thing that's born of you gonna be called the son of Yahweh the Father. That who that who the daddy's baby gonna be. Yahweh the Father. Now the angel said, you, you believe me, you know. <laughs> no, the angel said, I ain't never knew no man. How this thing gonna be? He's gonna tell you how it's gonna be. The most high gonna shadow you, and that's how it's gonna be. That's how it's going to be. Now, let me get a, let me get a quick precept on that one. Um, young lion looking for a verse. I'm going to get a couple more and get out the way. Now, the angel going to make a statement here about, uh, and, uh, in verse 37. Now, now listen, nice and order. Listen what what is said in verse 37. Read that, young lion. <laughs> Verse 37, yeah. Oh, Susan, read that, Susan. Verse 37. 37. Yeah. Luke 137. What is that, Susan? Susan, Luke chapter 1, verse 37 reads, For with Yahweh, nothing shall be impossible. You see that? With Yahweh, it's nothing impossible. Well, how did it happen? It, with Yahweh, ain't nothing impossible. That's saying he told Abraham. The same thing he told Jeremiah. 
and Yahweh ain't nothing impossible. This how it happened. Look the big Israelite camp. All right. Then, then what happened next, mother? Let's read verse 35. Now bring me 35. No, 30, 30, uh, 36, 36, right? 30. Yeah, 36. Verse 36. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth shall... And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she shall also conceive a son in her old age. And this is the sixth mm-hmm. month with her, who was called Barry. So again, so uh, so mother, according to the English of calendar, what, what month is the six month, mother? June. June. So all, all, all this going on in June. All this is going on in June. Everything going on in June. Verse 38. Verse 37. Now Mary's going to finally talk. She done heard all that good stuff, so she's going to finally open up mouth. Let's see what Mary said in verse 38. Verse 38. And Mary said, Behold. And Mary said, Behold, the handmaid of the Yahweh be be it unto me, according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. Did Mary say, don't do what you got to do then. Whatever you got to do, go ahead and do it. Be on to thee of thy will. Huh? You remember just said, what you got to do, go ahead and do it. You were talking about how it's going to happen. I ain't never had no man. You talking to this angel. He said, whatever you got to do, go on do it then. Is that what we're reading here? Hallelujah. Is that what we're reading? Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Let me read verse 30 again. I don't got to have it again. See, Mary is telling the angel, whatever got to be done, go and do what you got to do. Is that what we're reading here? Right. Well, read again, mother. And Mary said, Behold, the handmaid of the Yahweh, be it unto me, according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. That was the end of it. So now let's, let's let's go let's do some counting now. Let's do some counting. So now Mary was pregnant in June along Elizabeth was six months in June, right? When Elizabeth her cousin six months in June. So now let's see how I'm gonna time Elizabeth got before she have her baby. So six months in June, it'll take her seven months will be what what be June what come out of uh, June? July? And what happened, July? August. August. September. And September. So, so in September, who had a baby in September? Uh, Elizabeth did. Uh, yeah, That's her nine months, six months to nine months of September. So she had a baby in that. She had a baby, right? So when the six months came, how many months was Mary pregnant? When when that when the the ninth month came, when she had her baby, how many months was she pregnant? Three months. Three months. So she was three months pregnant in 
and um, what month? September. September. All right. So now we know one thing is three months have passed. Now what come after the what come after next month? Uh, now we now we we got a three months pregnant now. So Mary is three months pregnant, right? And what come after the next month? I'm just doing it for the for the national. I like dramatics. What's the next month? October. October. So October is what month? The tenth month. So October is the tenth month. And what month is the next month? November. November. What month is that? Eleventh month. Eleventh month. What's the next month? December. December. Uh-huh. That's the what month? So, 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 Mary on the 12th month of December, how, how much was she pregnant? Six. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is the ba- is, is, was Yahweh's son a primo? Was he a preemie? No. He couldn't be, he couldn't have been born in those six months. He, he wasn't no primo. He had to get the other three months in. So, Yahweh the Son was not born in no December. Let's go find out what's next. So now, the 12th month is over. That's December. So, then, so those who do December 25th is the birthday of what you call Jesus Christ our Lord. You are a liar from the pits of hell. That ain't for six months I'm with past. We got to get some more months, just like, we got to get some more months. How many months left? What we got to do? January going to be what? January going to be. No, what January going to be? January is the first month. The first month, but it's going to be what Mary? How did, how, Mary how, be, yeah, she said seven. That going to be a what? Seven months. That going to be a seven month in January. So January going to be a seven month, right? And what comes after January? February. And February is what month is that? Second month. Second month. How long is she going to be pregnant? It'll be the eighth month. Oh, it'll be the eighth month. So, February is the eighth month, right? Now, what happened next? What's next month? March. 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 Is what month? What month is March? March. The third month. Third month. So, so, so now Mary is what in March? Nine months. She nine months pregnant in March. She's nine months pregnant in March. See? Nine months pregnant in March. So how are you doing on a birthday of Jesus Christ, our Lord, in December? She was nine months pregnant in March. So she had a baby in March. And we can tell you what time in March because he made it plain what he is, and, I, and I'm going to leave it right there and leave you all your national in suspense. Let's go with first, hey, mother, give me first Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7 and 8, mother. Now, we're just going to leave you with suspense, but if you look, you look at the yesterday taping, you get more out. You get more information. That's up to you. But Mary did not have no baby until March. 
Mars was her ninth month. And we're going to tell you something about Mars right now. Read it, Mother. First Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7 and 8. 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7 and verse 8. Verse 7. Purge out, therefore, the old leaven, that ye yeah. may be drunk, as you are unleavened, or even Yahweh, I will pass over and sanctify. Sacrifice for us. Therefore, let us. So 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 he's our Okay. 
month. Now you don't know what ninth month that he was um that he was she was conceived. Passover. You don't know what night he was killed. Passover. He said, "You do that. Show his death till he come." But look what we're doing now. We we showing our birthday on a primo baby ain't born for six months. Look what we doing. We running around sliding in the snow, buying gifts, and Yahweh telling you through the mouth of Paul, show my death to I come. That means do the Passover. First month, 14th day, every year, year to year. You see that? And if your preacher doing Christmas, your preacher's wrong. What you do for your preacher, so look, I'm, I'm going to give you opportunities to hear this tape and do right. Or I just might blackjack you with, with this pistol. Or I might even sit lucky on you. I might even have my lucky be out there in the car and you still you come out that car and stick my lucky on you. The bike you ready you what you be there been teaching us all this and we got Christmas trees up. Life running like God dog, why my left electric bills so high? Some people burn their house down trying to outdo the neighbor in some life. And the man's telling you, show his death till he comes. Show his death. Get away from that birthday. He ain't tell you about nothing about a birthday. He said, keep his laws, statutes, and commandments. Show my death till I come. His death, and he was born around Passover. And on that note, we're going to bring the young lion in, take a little now. We'll catch you tomorrow. And we meet the young lion with a loud voice. He said, young lion, Brother Micaiah, up and coming teacher out of Boys, no two is my camp one. Yahweh, I bid you to see Roy. Yahweh, bless you there. Sir Israel. Oh, see Roy. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Yours to the close. All right, we'll keep the ball game on the uh, top part of the Sabbath days. We'll go over a few things and uh, see how this, how Yahweh lead us. Go to Luke 
We ask you all to be prepared to get your, uh, uh, some stuff says Yahweh going on, have your pen packed, and uh, write down your notes. Write down your notes. And uh, once you write down your notes, put down your questions on the side of your notes or something that you can hear, something that you have heard, something that you have heard according to what we were talking about, and the word is Yahweh. And uh, we ask you all to write down your comments next to it as well. And we say we uh, 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 will get back with you once you call into the international phone line at 224-600-5579, and we will get back with you. And uh, we also want to get us some Luke chapter 12, verse 12, verse 12 reads, Sister Sarah Israel. Going to the book of Luke, chapter 12, verse 12 reads, For the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. Read that one more time for me, a little bit slower for me, Sister Sarah Israel. Going to the book of Luke, chapter 12, verse 12. Verse 12 reads, mm-hmm. For the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. And we believe that as voices of the true Israelites. And we ask you all to uh, 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 pay very close attention to what she just got done reading at Luke 12, 12. For the ministry of the Spirit shall teach you in that very same hour what you ought to say. So the ministry of the Spirit is going to be the one that's doing the teaching. We want you all to know that, that the ministry of the Spirit is going to be the one that's doing the teaching. Uh, what do you say in, in Mother... Yahweh bless you that mother. Yahweh bless you. All right, let's uh, see what he said in the book of Matthew. Go to chapter 10 and give me verse number 19. Matthew chapter 10, verse number 19. Book of Matthew chapter 10, verse 19. Matthew chapter 10, verse 19. Matthew chapter 10, verse 19. But when they deliver you up, take no thought how or what ye shall speak, for it shall be given you in that same hour which ye shall speak. It's going to be giving you in that very same hour what you ought to speak. And while you at it, Mother uh, Mother E, because we believe that V-O-T-T-Y, and I want Mother E give me that uh, 1426 of the Book of St. John. 1426 of the Book of St. John. What do you say, Mother E? We believe that that voice of the true Israelites, that the ministry of the Spirit, will teach you in that very same hour what you ought to say. So... When you get delivered up, and you will be delivered up, you don't have to worry about a part of what you're going to say because Yahweh is going to tell you what you are to say by that ministering spirit. Let's pick it up uh, now, Mother D. I mean, Mother D. St. John, chapter 14, verse 26 reads, St. John, chapter 14, verse 26, but the confidence which is the righteous spirit, whom the Father will send in my name. 
He shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance. Whatsoever I have said unto you. Hallelujah. Wow. Now, now read that one more time for me, Mother. Mother, you too. One more time. St. John, chapter 14, verse 26. But the comforter, which is the righteous spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. Hallelujah. Wow. So let's see what the Minister of Righteous Spirit is going to be doing to teaching on today. And uh, before we read that, we got to make sure we got us some uh, daughter, sister, Sarah, Israel, or C. Roy. Let's go to the book of Timothy. Give me chapter 2, verse number 15. It's that uh, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse number 15. Go on to the book of 2 Timothy. Chapter 2, verse 15. Verse 15 reads, Study and show yourself approved unto Yahweh. To who? Unto Yahweh. So you got to make sure you got some studying going on. You got to make sure, you, you have to make sure you go go back and you study. See, that's the, that's the lick right there. That's the game changer. So you can get what you get and get your notes and things like that and people pay it, don't never mind. When you ride down the street, you take a break on the job, you pull out them cue cards, and you make sure you do a little study. You pick up your Bible, you go through with it, get your few minutes in, then you come back, get you some more in throughout that day. Anytime you take a break, you make sure you get Yahweh out of time. got to be on point. So you got to make sure you study yourself, approve it to Yahweh. Why? A workman that need not be ashamed. So you ain't going to be no shame, man, because you're going to be a workman and doing the will of Yahweh. And you're not going to have no shame in you. What else you say? Rightly divide the word of truth. And you have to rightly divide the word of truth. And we know you do that by precepting your Bible according to uh, Isaiah chapter 28, verse number 10. Precept upon precept. We ain't got to go read it. And then you get your, uh, then you get your Psalms 119, verse 104. If you ain't precepting your Bible, anything after that is evil. You got to make sure you precept in the book. That's how you rightly divide the word of truth. But you got to let the ministry spirit come and give you a lesson because we got to make sure you got some studying going on with this thing. So let's go down. Now I want to bring something to the table because uh, what he's saying in 1 Corinthians 1, chapter 1, sister, let me see what I want. Sister Sarah, give me 1 Corinthians chapter 1. Give me verse number 22. Going to the book of First Corinthians, chapter one, verse twenty-two, read. Mm-hmm. For the Yadav Judah require a sign. What they what? What Judah always looking for? A sign. Oh, so Judah always looking for a sign. Continue to read. Finish that on now. And the Greeks seek after wisdom. And that's the ten northern tribes. They be seeking after wisdom. See, Yadav Judah always look for a. Uh, uh, Read that one more time a little slow because we want to make sure we emphasize what Judah always looking for. Verse 20. Um, Hold on, Continue to read. Going to the book of 1 Corinthians, 
chapter 1, verse 22 reads. What did it read? For the Yadah Judah require a sign. Mm-hmm. And the Greeks seek after wisdom, the ten northern tribes. So Judah always looked for a sign. And that's, 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 that's Judah for you. They say, hey, you got a sign for us? Now, uh, let's, let's, let's see what we can do about giving Judah. Let's go look at something about a sign real quick because Judah always looking for something, for a sign. And they leave so deep. So let's see what Judah, let's see can we help Judah out now. Let's go to the book of Genesis. Let's go to Genesis chapter 1. And let's pick it up at uh, chapter 1, verse number 14. Matter of fact, 
the moon for this season, for this season. The sun knows his going down. One oh four nineteen. That's good. That's good right there, mother. So he, so, but he says he appointed his God. He appointed the moon for seasons. But what are you talking about when you go back and you read the book of Genesis chapter uh, one verse fourteen? All this goes back to Genesis chapter one verse fourteen. Read that again, uh, Sister Sarah. Book so of Genesis chapter one verse fourteen. Read. And Yahweh said, Let there be light mm-hmm. in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from night, and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years. Okay, so let's get let's get real quick before we go to uh, uh matter of fact, Mother Eve, what what do you say in the book of Job? Because um first we're gonna put Job on the table. Let's go to Job, what I want, chapter 11, verse number 6, Mother Eve. Is that what I want, Mother Eve? Yeah, Job chapter 11, verse number 6. And Sister Sarah, have me 42, 24 of the book of Sirach. 42, 24 of the book of Sirach. My Mother Eve, give me that uh, Job, chapter 11, verse number 6. The book of Job, chapter 11. Verse 6, and that he would show thee the secret of wisdom, that they are double to that which is known. Therefore, that Yahweh exact of thee less than thy iniquity sin deserves. Book of Job, chapter 11, verse 6. And that he would show thee the secret of wisdom, that they are double. To that which they are is, double. To that which is known. Therefore, that Yahweh exacts of thee, let them their iniquitous sin. Deserve. So the secrets of Yahweh, the secrets of wisdom, they are double. That means so it's, it's a double to everything that's written in this book. That's right. Let's get the precept to that in the book of Sirach, uh, uh, Sister Sarah, 42, 24. Book of Sirach, chapter 42, verse 24 reads, mm-hmm. All things are double.
go to the book of Deuteronomy chapter 16 and find out what this sun is moon does. Everybody talk about, oh, here's to the sky for seasons. But man, we see the sun is moon every day. Uh-huh. We see the sun is moon every day. And this is what it does for us. Let's go to the book of Deuteronomy. Let's see what we can get out of there, uh, Sister Cheryl. Let's go to Deuteronomy chapter, on chapter 16. And let's pick it up at verse 6. Yeah, give me verse number 6. And then Mother had me mark 132. Look at Deuteronomy chapter 16, verse 6 reads. Right. But at the place which the Yahweh, your Yahweh, shall choose to place his name in, mm-hmm. there thou shalt. Popping around too. Give you a little light at night. That's right. Now, what happened in uh, the book of Leviticus? 
sun, moon, and the stars as a sign for you. That's where I'm trying to Israel to let you know, as long as you see that up there, you know that I'm still with you. That's right. That's the sign right there. And I made it for a light so you can see during the day. I made it, I gave you a light for the night, which is your moon. I ain't give it to you for nothing else but for what I said it's created for. That's right. That's the only thing I said that it was for. Now, what y'all going to say, Mother E, and uh, Proverbs chapter 30, verse number 6, and give me a uh, close breath. Mother D, standing by? No. Okay, hallelujah. Give me Proverbs chapter uh, 30, verse number, uh, just give me straight number 6, and then uh, give me a closing statement, Mother E. We got, we got to touch on some of this. This is by the park. This, this, we can go hard on this one. That's right. Proverbs chapter 30, verse 6. That's right. Okay. The book of Proverbs chapter 30, verse 6 reads, Add them not unto his word, that he reprove thee, and thou be found a liar.
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VDW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.